Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, including my special VIP guest in studio. We're going to talk to her in a second, but real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. In fact, right now, you can refer a friend and earn a $50 bonus this season with Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in sports wagering, and you don't have to miss, uh, you don't want to miss the refer a friend bonus. All you need to do is click on the refer a friend link under your profile in the Superbook app, share the promo code with your friends, and you're going to get a $50 bonus for everyone who registers using the code. So win money wagering and win money referring this season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, here we are. We're in studio. I have a, I have a very special guest. I've been set with some rules <laughs> that I can't say certain naughty things. You can't be too over the line. <laughs> Which is fine, which is fine. Uh, if you didn't know, my special guest in studio today is my wife, Brandy. Brandy, hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Let's see if we can keep this. I know. We had to restart. Like PG-13. We... How about that? <laughs> Does that work? Sorry. Gosh. <laughs> it's kind of what I do. I know. Sorry. Well, wait. We need to back up then. We're changing the format of this episode this year. Mm-hmm. Typically, you do a rundown of the top 10 episodes. I was a bad wife this year. I didn't listen to maybe even five or ten. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> so I said, no, we're blowing that format out the window, throwing it out the window. I'm in control of this this episode, so it's Dahuff Uncensored, but my style. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I'm I'm excited, a little nervous because You're nervous. Uh, you do this for a living. I know. And you were very just I was like, hey, give me a mic check, and you're like Hello, check. I am a little bit. That's not a mic check. Right. I don't scream for my job as a. It's called energy. Maybe you should look into it. (laughs) Okay. Maybe we should have taken a shot or caffeine or something. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and you're going to take the controls. Yes. And let's let's get this thing rolling. So first, I was a little bit shocked. Guess how many episodes you've done so far in total for this podcast approximately? Approximately? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Over 560. Well, some I was telling that to the kids. Some of those are where I do the special bonus things. Yeah, true. But I want to say, I, yeah, I'm right on the verge of 500. Okay. Official episode, like full episode. But yeah, it's a lot. But in a year, it was 208. Last year? This year, time? 2023. Oh my God. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. I think that's one. It's a lot. It's a daily grind. I think people have a misconception just overall of how much work a podcast is Mm -hmm. creating the content, editing, being the host, selling. I think there's just a misconception of all the work and hours you put in. It is a daily grind for you. And yeah, not everybody does that though, because a lot of people are like, I'm going to do a podcast and they do like one or two a month or I know some people that they do it like once every few months. Which is fine if that's their style, I guess. But you're. But but it's more of a let's just fuck around, see what happens. Well, let's be honest. That is kind of how this started, though. 
No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, no. sorry. But uh, there, there's people that do it for fun. And yes. There's nothing wrong with that. But this is your career. This is, yeah, this is how I get hardly any income. <laughs> this is that's how I do it. But it's also your creative outlet. <laughs> You're starting this year, you did start live events, you're selling a lot more, you're right. a lot more, I'd say, um, just business-minded towards it. So I think that's a lot of growth for the second year, third year. Yeah, because originally I was having help selling it, and then this year I took that over, and that's that's just hard. I, I'm not good at selling. So, hey, if you want to be a part of the program and me uh, sponsor you or become a partner... Let me know, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com. Anyway. So it's funny that you say you're not a great salesman when you talk about the podcast and are just engaging with a prospective client. I think it comes naturally for you. I think what's hard for you is getting new prospective clients in the pipeline right. and kind of the, the drip campaigning that most people in sales end up doing and building yeah. those relationships. Well, I, I usually don't trust a lot of salespeople. Just from my experience in radio. Okay. A lot of them are sleazy. And that's what scares me is I don't want to become one of them. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> this is where you can tell turn. I don't do this for a living. I, like, I have yeah, no sure, reaction. Okay. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So back to this year in review. So I did not go through your top 10 episodes. However, I did read every episode kind of heading to see if there's any themes. And I also wanted to look back to just remember some of the episodes that you did. Um, so one of the more um, traumatic events that happened this past year was Damar Hamlin's heart stopping on the field. And I think that was one of the episodes that I remember um, very vividly and just moments, I should say, um, because that was, I think, for all viewers or all football fans or athlete, um, athletes out there, that's a scary moment. Right, because it was one of those things where everybody is so wrapped around the problems with concussions in helmets, in sports, and mostly football, that you kind of forget that if you get hit in the chest just the right way, like happened with him, your heart can stop. And that was such a scary moment, and it was so filled with emotions because some people didn't see what the big deal was with continuing the game and postponing the game and stuff like that. Whereas a lot of people were like, why would you even think about continuing the game? Right. Think of the human that's on that field. and Right. And yeah. imagine being a teammate or even a somebody competing against them. Right. And you just see something, somebody that has played a sport as much as you have doing essentially the same thing. And his heart stopped. He was dead on the field being kept alive by an athletic trainer that doing CPR on him. And the guy lives and ends up making a return back to football, uh, it, which is just wild to think about. But, it, yeah, that was that was an insane time. And I think it just brought attention to how dangerous sports can be. Right. And... Yeah, because I even talked to my doctor about that, and he's like, how wild is that? He's all, really, to be honest, when you think about how it happened, it's just, it's rare, but it does happen. But you just haven't seen it in the pros. Right. Like that. So then I went on this random tangent as I'm reading all 200 plus episodes this year. You have done, take a guess, 
how many episodes on airlines or crazy things happening on flights this year. That's that's funny because I feel like those are near the end of this year that they just really started sprouting up like more and more crazy stories. I don't know. Like I might not have even caught them all. Right. What? 20? 15 minimum. Yeah, and it's wild because well the one the most recent one was that guy cooking shrimp in the bathroom sink which is disgusting. I don't care how Who much Who does that? The germs alone in the bathroom and in the sink and then that smell you leave. Right. And even if you wipe it down thorough, you know, right. thoroughly, I just don't think you wiped it down enough. <laughs> like it's it's a How hungry sink. do you have to be though to prepare and bring shrimp on an airplane and It's also a jerk move because if if you're not going in there using the restroom and getting out right what do you, you're there's somebody in that plane that needs to use the restroom right and you're being a jerk be like i'm gonna make a tiktok video oh is that what it, I, it was for again TikTok. i didn't listen to that yeah, episode clearly sorry you didn't. So <laughs> that's on my list i'll go back but, right so it, it's it's wild there was the people I'm I'm trying to remember them all. There was somebody that lost control of their bowels and it went all the way through yeah. the the what is that? The cabin. Yeah. yeah. And and there's a guy that urinated on somebody and there's so many different ones and I think I'd be shocked to go back and look at it, but it just I knew it was getting worse and worse and worse. It which kind of makes me wonder, are people just being so insubordinate with, you know, rules and regulations that they're just like, whatever, I can do whatever I want. Or we're flight. on the instant news cycle too. So it could get publicized more and picked up in the algorithm. So maybe we just hear about them more. Where, yeah. So before they were happening, we just didn't know about it. I don't know. Yeah. I like my way is people are just becoming more and more dicks. A-holes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Casa Bonita, that was another hot topic from probably, I don't know, February, March through May or so. I think I counted a handful, maybe four, five, six. Yeah, Casa Bonita is is still an interesting topic. I actually talked to my brother, Chris, who owns a Mexican restaurant in Australia, and I was picking his brain about something like Casa Bonita. He, he defends it because... He's in the industry, and I was just like... He defends what, though? The, the, the well, hype around lot, it? A lot of it. So, one, he's like... Because I was saying that I, I don't know if I want to go because it's so f- stupid expensive. And he's like, you're paying for the experience. True. And and he's all, it's better food. I was like, mm, I've talked to several people that have gone there, and they're like, the food's okay. But let's it's face not, this. You don't have a high bar for food. Food though, a no, lot of but times. there's but there's people that do have yeah, a high the foodies. bar that I that I know, and they're all saying the same thing of like it's okay, it's okay, it's it's slightly elevated Mexican food, and it's okay. It's not the trash it was before, like TV dinner wise. Yeah, that it tastes. But they're like, well, you're just pay- you need to just look at it as you're paying for the experience. True, he has a point there. I I get it. But but it's not some it's not a place you and I or the kids and us will go to frequently. I think I do want to go and see if we can get a coupon. Oh my gosh, that's you're so cheap. Where I'm at, okay. 
<laughs> you go do that, honey. Remember the Chinese weather balloons? Oh, that was shoot. almost a daily sighting. And then all of a sudden, no weather balloons. They right. just stopped. Right. So those were, that was so fascinating. Some of those were indeed actual weather balloons, whereas one was not that was collecting data. And we kind of, as a country, just let it go <laughs> run its course, which is just ridiculous because it was relaying back to, I believe, China is what it was, I think. And then it's just like, why, why do we wait so long to, to shoot that one down? Yeah. But so bizarre because the initial reports were calling it a UFO. Right. So everybody's like, holy crap, they're saying that they just shot down a UFO. That's like the initial. Well, they technically did if it was unidentified. They, but, at the moment. But we tend to lean towards aliens. Aliens yeah. if that's if that's the case. So that was that was very interesting. Uh, I talked to several people that are in the know on that, and they were just as baffled as us civilians. Yeah. And that's just they're like, Yeah, that, that was just a weird time and Listen, we see a lot of those things on a regular basis. But again, they don't hit the media circuit, they don't. and so we're but naive the, to it. But the one was the one where they were really con confused on, like, why did we let it go so far? Right. So that it, that's weird. I totally forgot about that one. That, that's, that was huge for a while. Yeah. Seems like a lot longer ago than just March or whenever that was. Yeah, I kind of... Spring, summer. I kind of absorbed that stuff and then purge it out. Right. I just can't. My uh, brain's small. The, yeah. Size of the walnut. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And there no is the, the Denver media dispute with the logo. Oh, God. Yes. That happened this year as well. That was funny because it was Denver Sports and DNVR. And Denver Sports came out with, which is 104.3 The Fan. They came out with a new logo. It looked really clean and cool, but then the majority of us would look at it and go, wait, that looks just like DNVRs. Right. And I made a mention of that and put their logos side by side and tweeted it out. And I said, did they partner up or something? Because this looks almost identical. Right. And kind of being a smart ass, though, but... You could, you could see, see the, the similarities. similarities. I'm sure if you really broke it down, you would... Well, didn't they go to court over they did, it? They did, and I I don't know all the details on that. I yeah. don't. Uh, but I know Denver Sports ended up changing their logo to something different. Okay. And what's funny is I talked to somebody over at Denver Sports. I was like, you know, you would have avoided all this if you would have added red to this and nobody would have said a thing. Right. And then what do they do for their new logo? They add red. <laughs> they added red. And you love to give yourself all this I do. credit, don't I, you? <laughs> well, I had their ear and they changed it to essentially what I suggested it should have been. Yeah. And they weren't too happy that I pointed that out when I had personal conversations 
And they told me that. Well, they were, the approach is everything, though, right? I Here. have no approach. <laughs> finesse. I, just, I have no finesse. <laughs> yeah. I just go out there, guns a blazing, and see what happens. So it 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 was very interesting, and credit to DNVR for standing their ground and saying no. Yeah. Shoot, just because you're the big dog doesn't mean you can go around, you know, nipping at everybody else's heels. They're like, screw that. You're uh, that made no sense, but you, well, you know what I'm saying. So I was, was trying to follow. I wasn't going to call oh, you out for that. Oh, sure. Nipping at heels. Okay, got well, Like it. a dog. He's, woof, woof. I was following it. Uh, but anyway, so I, good for them. It was interesting. And obviously everybody moved on from that. But yeah. you on the show are digging up old, you know, painful memories for certain people, not me. So that's All fine. All right. So you. speaking of painful memories or a potential one, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and their potential fight. Yeah, that was dumb because yeah. like I wanted it to happen. Because, I think a lot of us did. Because it would have, well, because Elon kept saying that this was going to, all the proceeds were going to go to charities. Like he was all about yeah. it. And Zuckerberg took it super serious. He started right. training because... He, let's be honest, he really doesn't have much to do because his company is essentially running itself because he has people in charge in the right places, except for customer service. But, um, <laughs> yeah, God, don't give me something. Anyway. Um, but it, it, Zuckerberg was taking it serious. He had trainers. And then the big thing that ended up coming out of that was Musk was is has his fingers in a lot more pies, I guess you could say. He's fingering a lot of pies. Wow. Um, so in my mind, the way I look at it is Musk just doesn't have the time because he's just, in, in a weird way, he's a workaholic. Whether you agree with what he says sometimes or not, that doesn't matter. The idea, he's always busy. He's always doing another project. So for him to actually settle down and just focus on working out and learning how to fight, even though he did have some martial arts background, but to actually commit to, I'm going to prepare for prepare this. to yeah. get in the octagon, you just you could see it one excuse after another, and it was just like, this is never going to happen. Although I think it would have been great because it sounded like they were going to do this at the old um, Roman... Coliseum. Oh, right. Forgot yeah, about that. That like would have been cool. W which would have been epic. Yeah. Um, but I also could have seen them, like, I could have seen Zuckerberg taking it too seriously. Whereas I could see Musk going in there. He's ready to fight. He'd be trying to, you know, entertain the crowd. Are you not entertained? <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> and then Zuckerberg would, like, crack him in the head with, like, a rock or something and, like, take it too far. And then it would be like, dude, Zuck, Zuck just killed a guy type of thing. So I could have seen that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this year you also had more guests hop on with you than prior years. Yeah, I don't do a lot of guests. Right. Uh, part of that is I was telling this to somebody that I, I get people that want to come on, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to get you on. I mean, you can beg and plead all you want. Some people, <laughs> but it doesn't mean I'm going to get you on. So the five, six, seven that you have had, we should feel honored. They, yeah, you should. Okay. I had Romy Bean, which was fascinating because 
she's just like this sports powerhouse that um, that has I've known of her and met her a few times when I used to work at the radio station and uh, like talking to her a lot and a lot of people are like, dude, I had no idea she did this. Right. I didn't know about this, all that. So I, that's, I love it when I can interview somebody and people get something out of it. Yeah. I also had Alfred Williams on, which is always great. He, Alfred was interesting because I haven't talked to Alfred in that setting before where I was the, the, the host. Right. And that was interesting, especially at first, because he was really serious at first. And then really? as you listen to the interview, you can see him finally start to relax near the end. And right. he's starting to, this big Al started coming out where he starts Which to is laughing. the guy you really know. Right. And, yeah. The guy that, but that being said, in his defense, it's like, he's a very, I think for the longest time, it was just like Al, what he brings to the table is he, he makes you smile Right. He knows football, but then I think sometimes people didn't take him too seriously, and now I think people take him a lot more serious. Yeah, so you're just knows. aware of how you right are so perceived, and yeah, it, and he I matured. think that's what it, I think that's what it was too. It's just uh, where he uh, basically he had to figure out that he could let his hair down, type of thing. He doesn't have hair. Right. He's like same me. with you. Yeah. Uh, did I have Hastings on this year? Or was that no? Last year? So Kip. D-Mac, I think, were the others. D-Mac was interesting. That was a hot story. Yeah. And uh, with him getting fired from the radio station, he's an interesting character where people, you either love him or you hate him. There's really no in-between on that. Right. And I think that's where that ended up being one of my most popular episodes ever in which is funny because I can go back there and, and listen to it. And I like, I don't like how, like I get nervous sometimes when I interview people, especially really, him, especially him because he's really funny and he's kind of intimidating, which is bizarre. Yeah. But it's just his personality. So powerful. Um, there was times where I got flustered in hindsight. I go back and listen to it and I'm like, I should have said this. I should have said that right. type of thing. But that was a good one. Kip was is interesting because he's a food nerd right. and a weed nerd, too. God, I went over and used his studio a few weeks ago when we were getting that roof done. And I just I, I mentioned something to him and it was about food. And he and he just goes, oh, yeah, I guess you could like that type of thing. And I'm like, Jesus, right. dude, like he's just so into food. Like, come on. And you are not. Not like not, that. Yeah, you're not, not a food. You're not snob. Not level. a snob. Yeah. I just I'll eat anything. Right. True. <laughs> so, looking into 2024, do you think you'll continue to have guests, or do you like the quality of the show that you put out with just yourself? Well, I love listening to myself. Clearly, um, <laughs> 500 episodes it in. De- <laughs> it depends. Really, it depends on if I can have a conversation with them. Do I want to have a conversation with somebody? On the podcast. You're a podcast snob. Might not be a food snob, yes. but you are 100% a podcast snob. Podcast and radio snob. Yes. And it, I, I like what I like. I don't want to force a guest. Right. Which a lot of people do. And you're just like, why do you have this person on? Right. And maybe that's because 
of my background. And there'd be times where we were forced to get a guest on and they were just horrible. And it's like, I don't want to get a guest just to get a guest. Right. Well, you're coming from a place of you want this to be hopefully funny and entertaining. Yeah. That's it. That's your sole purpose of this show is to have a good time and put out a good content. Right. So if, if I don't, if I don't think it's going to be worth the listener's time, I'm not going to do it. So that's the right. Thing. Which speaking of, I feel like this year more than any other year, it's been super interesting to see everyone has a podcast. And for me, I don't know, maybe I'm protective of you and the show that you put out and that you're my husband, obviously, but it drives me batshit crazy that everybody and their brother has a podcast. There are so many new ones on a day-to-day basis, and I don't know. Yeah, there's. It, it's way oversaturated. Right. Way oversaturated. And it's like, uh, I'm just going to, everybody else has a podcast, I might as well do one. And then, right. you know, it's, who knows how long they're actually going to commit to it. So speaking of, if I had a podcast... It would be totally different than yours. What would it be about? Pop culture, 100%. 90% of my content would probably come from TikTok. <laughs> like what, though? Like just talking about like viral trends and celebrity news? Probably, yeah. People would listen Absolutely. to that. It sounds horrible, but I think, <laughs> I think people would listen. <laughs> so, for example... I'm on the Paris Hilton bandwagon right now, like totally giving up on the Kardashians. That is my reality show of choice as of late. Yeah, because we you've been watching that whatever the what's it I called? don't know the name. Something about Paris. Yeah. But but it is interesting to see one, I had no idea the troubled life she led before right. she became this Uber star. Like it's it's horribly sad. Right. And the, and what she's done after the fact, the advocacy work, and yeah, yeah, she's like she's man. And then and then when you look at how just the way she is, like she cooks her own food, right, or attempts to, but or yes, attempts to, but she at least I'm sure does that's it. not every day though. She has no, several chefs, but you've had Kardashians on, and it's like, mom, there's a you know, where's the chef? I need a, I need a burger or whatever. It's like, just fucking make your own. So it's, you watch it and it it makes me have more respect for Paris Hilton. And while I respect what the Kardashians have done. Right. uh, I just, it makes me hate them more. But I do respect that crap out of what they've done. They've essentially taking nothing and made it into a billion Right, being famous to be because you're famous. So what would the name be of my podcast? Oh. I couldn't think of one. I don't know either. Like what you want to do entertainment news? Wait, not entertainment news. Theoretically. It would be I thought it would be about murders. Well, yeah, I was thinking about that too, but that is a highly saturated niche market within the podcasting. There's hundreds of true crime murder podcasts. Yeah. I don't know. And that would be kind of depressing, I think. Wait, so what did you say you wanted your show to be about? Pop culture, pop probably. Culture. Pop. So maybe instead of K-pop, B-pop? I don't know. Pop. 
Bebop. for Brandy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to think about that one. I'll just blurt it out at random. Okay. <laughs> I don't have too much more prepared, though. Oh, really? I didn't know how long to, or how much. What yeah. else do you have on there? Um, just, well, one topic was how incredibly, um, it's just cr- children's brains and how easily they can learn something new has been on my mind lately. Just watching both of them this year pick up new hobbies and things that they're trying to learn. Well, yeah, because one, Jackson, our son, is learning sewing. He did a right. quilt like a week after basically learning, which is fascinating. And then also he essentially just learned baseball this year. True. And, and cooking and Aria and starting volleyball. Dominated in his tournament. Like, he was awesome. Yeah. And then, and then her just like, just, I mean, yeah, like you said, she's starting volleyball and it's just wild. There's so much going on with them. So how do we, so I guess more so what I've been thinking about is what is so unique about a child's brain? And I know someone out there has this answer. I don't, I'm not that smart, but to be able to do that, they don't understand that something might be hard or challenging, difficult. They just, they don't care. They jump in. They have no fear or maybe it's anxiety towards whatever new thing that they're going to learn. They just do it. Yeah. I I think that's kind of cool. The growth mindset, I guess, in summary is what that would be, right? Just thinking I can do something. It's just a matter of doing step one, two, three and figuring it out and not being afraid of failure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is crazy, but eventually they'll lose that. And then. Okay. Negative Nancy. Well, most people do. That doesn't mean they have to. They don't have to, but let's be honest. I mean, you figured out how to do a podcast over it's, the weekend. I, yeah, three years ago. So <laughs> I did, but so you have your moments. So how can you live in that space podcast, more? Like starting up a podcast isn't that hard because I I well yeah you have you cut your teeth in radio and production and and, and as podcasts yeah. were coming in, we were doing a version of it by just recycling the shows right and making them into a, a quote-unquote podcast right so i had the the knowledge of that so it wasn't that difficult plus i'm super smart yes <laughs> <laughs> uh some people in some circles call me the neil degrasse Tyson. oh my gosh what circles are the, really right here mm, okay <laughs> circle circling myself <laughs> So, by the way, I don't. You must not have said it, or you skipped past the the question. You before the episode, you're like, boy, you t- sure talked about Bigfoot a lot. Oh year. yeah, I did not do a separate topic of that, but yes, the I don't know what you want to call it, um, conspiracy theory, Bigfoot. Um, yeah. I don't know what is, mysterious topics. Yeah, you had a lot of the, type, yeah, yeah paranormal, um, I don't know what's an overarching kind of theme to that, but you it, talked a lot about that this year. It, because it was in the news a lot. Right. We had, we had two alleged sightings in Colorado, which was funny because one was through that Google Maps. You remember? I think that I was don't remember year, that one. Is where people are like, we, somebody thinks they found Bigfoot on Google Maps somewhere in like, in like South Park area on Google Maps. Yeah. 
and it's like, dude, that could be like a, a puddle of mud. It could right. be so many things because you can't really tell. And then we had that on that train ride yeah. where it, it looks like a dude in a ghillie suit. For it's hunting. a ghillie suit. Oh, it's okay. for hunting. And then, and then people are like, no, that's Bigfoot. That's Bigfoot. I'm like, is it though? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was that. That's always interesting. And my, my thing is, and I've talked to plenty of hunters. I was like, what are your thoughts on Bigfoot? You guys are out in the right. woods so much. What do you think? And they all say the same no. thing. No, no. I've seen some weird stuff. Right. Where there would be, can there would, be, wherever they live or habitate, there would be tracks, there would be scat. Right. Bones. Right. It, it's so, and, and they, they all say the same thing. But I was surprised with, them saying never seen anything that makes sense for a Bigfoot, but there was some people. You just hit the microphone. I did with your water, and that drives me nuts. <laughs> so well, good thing but, this is my show and not yours. Yeah, so. I guess so. I guess so. Good luck editing. <laughs> hey, uh, um, is it still with Cool Edit? I can do Cool Edit. Essentially, okay. It's called Adobe Audition. Okay, but, I can do that. But what's interesting is some of the guys that I talked to that were hunters that are like, well, never, they, you know, they scoff at the idea of Bigfoot, but then they'll say, well, I have seen some things in like late at night where you're like, that's not an animal I can recognize. Like So the animal equivalent of a UFA, UFO or UAP. Which would be like a, right. a cryptid. Is Oh, I didn't know there was big, a word for that. Bigfoot lies in that category okay. as, a, as a cryptid. but So it, like Nessie and Yetis. Yeah, essentially what's like a mythical creature, right. something of lore. But like those, there's a lot of those out there. A lot of different ones that it could be. But they're like, I don't know. I don't know what that was. It was... It's definitely not a Bigfoot, but like something weird stalking, you know, our campsite yeah. or something like that. But that's as far as it goes or ghosts type of thing like that. It, that they're like, I don't, we just don't know. But nothing to the point where they would just, you know, ditch camp and, and leave because they're fearful right. of their lives. So, well, where are they going to go? I mean, in the truck and leave. Yeah, true. Sorry. <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Good luck driving through the forest or. Assuming you're close to your vehicle, True. Some, some people park and then yeah. and then go walk for miles. Right. Especially if you're hunting. You know, we listen to your your uh, uncle talk about how far they walk when they go pheasant right. hunting and stuff like that. And it's like, man, that's a long, long journey just to get a few birds. Right. Hopefully. So yeah, it, it it the Bigfoot thing's interesting. Don't believe in Bigfoot. But that being said, if it ever came about that they did somehow find one, be like, okay. okay, that's interesting. Right. Want to know how nobody's figured it out? Yeah. Or found any evidence? So I feel like you should take a break now and record your commercial. Oh. <laughs> Are you failing today? Because I feel like I'm you just... didn't. I was, lost Jackson's in your, commercial I was lost either. in your eyes. <laughs> Speaking of getting lost in, in something, it's when something's so beautiful as Sugar Fire in Westminster, you got to go and just indulge on it. So it's 144th and Orchard Parkway. So on the south side of 144th, 
right next to Snooze. It's amazing just barbecue that you just got to get your hands on, whether it's amazing burgers or their, their ribs, everything smoked to perfection. And you got to get the fried pickles. The fried pickles are insane. I just had somebody the other day be like, dude, Huff, you said get the fried pickles. So I got the fried pickles and OMG, it was amazing. They have amazing food, whether it's their main entrees or their sides, plus amazing sauces that you can add to help enhance the, the flavors of the food. Just a great place. Go ahead and follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy. It's Sugarfire in Westminster. It's great for a date night, great for the family, and maybe you want to do catering. They also do catering as well. It's Sugarfire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway. Again, on the south side of 144th, Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. So this is where I'm not the best podcast host. I don't know how to transition to the next topic. What's the next topic? I don't know. I'm out of topics. Oh Remember? my God, you can't go be like, I don't know. What's the next topic? Um, so anyway. I did my prep. I thought it was enough. Clearly it wasn't. Uh, how... I will ask you this. How many times a day do you sit there and go, wow, I'm lucky because I married Scott? <laughs> How many times? At least five. Wow, that's what I thought. Oh. <laughs> How many times do you say that for me? Oh, 20. Oh, you're a liar. Probably. I have a chart. I. Oh, you do a star chart? Yeah. Or a heart <gasps> chart? <sighs> It's called my heart church. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. It is. Well, thanks for trying. I don't have anything. You told me not to prepare anything, so I, I know. didn't. I had a little overinflated confidence walking into this. So last night we went to, uh, what is it? Texas Day Brazil. Yes. The Brazilian Steakhouse. and. We can talk a little bit another time about like how the kids reacted because they were just in heaven. But it's always funny how, like when we first brought this up that we were going to go there, like how everybody's just like, oh, okay, this is how I'm going to tackle this. Or this is how you do it. Everybody has a game plan. Everybody but me. I do not. I just want to go and enjoy the food. I don't do the whole day prep. Day of prep. Yeah, because my thing is, is you drink a bunch of water all day, stretch out your stomach, but don't fill up on food. And that way, by the time you get to the restaurant, you can just hammer a bunch of meat. Yeah. And then after you've tasted all the meat, then you can either get seconds on a particular meat or you go and you get the salad. Or so mine's going to be the opposite approach. I cannot wait. Or I love the cheesy bread, the little rolls, whatever, mm-hmm. and all the sides, the salad. That's my favorite part. I do like the meat, though, too. But you go there for the meat. You do, but you can like both. Yeah, but you got to like, it's like your one time to overindulge. Be gluttonous. and It's, it's funny, though, because I look at the prices that for that pl- type of place, and it makes sense. And there's really not like this entertainment factor there. But then I look at that it's cheaper to actually go to Casa Bonita. Right. And I'm like, eh. eh." You're sticking the mud about that. Yeah. But I'd rather go eat a bunch of good meat with 
coming from guys walking around with swords. Yeah. Chopping it and putting it on my plate. It's bizarre. Still don't want to go to Casa Benita that much. I don't know. I think I do next year. If there is a Groupon. Maybe JD so, will want to go for his birthday. He, well, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. fine with that. So, I don't know. Maybe uh, next year that's where I take you for your birthday. I'm thinking Benihana. Benihana's is good, too. Yeah. I just... Because when we went there for my birthday a few years back, the kids were too young to really understand how dangerous the hot top or the grill, whatever it is. And it was kind of an anxiety moment yeah. for me to have to make sure the kids were being safe around the grill. And Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think everybody thinks that they could be one of those hibachi chefs. Right. But then you like. Uh, like you. I don't think I could. Okay. No. Maybe I could do the the onion train. Okay. Maybe that. That's about it. Yeah. I, otherwise, I'd be... Yeah, I could see that. But my luck, I would do that, and then, then it would explode, Whole and somebody place. get yeah. burns and stuff like that. Then you're like, what happened? Well, he thought yes. he could do it, but he's an idiot, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, All right. Th- Thank you for joining the show. I Thank really you for joining it. my show. Yes. Uh, whatever it's called. The Mysterious Podcast. Ooh. Okay. No. No. Murder. That's what it should just be called because you like the murder podcast. <laughs> murder. <laughs> That's it. That reminds me of acting. Mm, acting. Yeah. With John Lovitz. Yep. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, a big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go check them out, 144th and Orchard Parkway. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's DeHuff Uncensored. That was my wife, Brandy DeHuff. Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's DeHuff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Talk to you next time.